0: Look, peace and love, and more light. I'm your host, JF Bay. This is the Third Eye, Eye Podcast. We deal with a higher consciousness of a fly culture. And I wanted to cover a, a series of topics today, right? And they all fit under the umbrella of truth, right? Because we, we are in the age of information but there's so much information out here that it seems like the truth doesn't fucking matter. So so the title of this bill, does the truth even matter? Does the truth even matter anymore? Because the more the truth comes out, the more distracted the people are, the more they care less, it's like nobody's even fucking shocked about anything anymore. It's like, "Oh, word. That happened." Okay. Or it's like since 2020, they fucking desensitized people so fucking much where like everybody's just letting everything fly. Nobody gives a fuck. As long as you can go to work and put your funky ass mask on and, you know, pay your bills, when like, yo, it's more to life. Than, than these things it's more to life than these things people aren't standing for anything anymore you give them a couple dollars they don't give a fuck like no one cares like no one fucking cares and and I say that to say this because there's a lot of uh subject matter I've been covering you know on the podcast and I've been putting it out even some some subject matter that that personally affects people and they won't even hit the play button. All the social medias, when I put a lot of the stuff on the feed, they take everything out the algorithm. But if I post a meme, thousands of people will respond to a fucking meme. But I talk about a chemical that might have gave your wife or your daughter cancer and motherfuckers keep scrolling. (laughs) But this is the world we're living in. Everyone wants to be entertained. So I'm still going to keep pushing forward you know truth trafficking in these spiritual streets i'm still gonna be you know helping to open that third eye of those that that want that spiritual sight that want to raise their vibration and know that there's more to life than this shit right because everybody's just chasing fucking pennies and and you gotta ask yourself if they print the money and the money's not backed by shit and that's all you chasing and you validate yourself for from having it If the money isn't backed by shit, then what are you backed by? If all you're represented by is what's in your bank account. And and, and I say that to say this because all of this shit is set up by design to keep your spiritual vibration low, to keep everyone chasing something, thinking they're going to obtain something, and then you end up killing yourself for it. You end up giving all your livelihood towards it and they show you that they could just reprint the shit at any time. But I'm going somewhere with this, right? I'm never, you know, we never want a soapbox. It's always a point to this because we we, we sift through these uh, fleeting emotions to really find out, all right, well, what's really there? What's left? Because the truth doesn't matter to the majority. Now, we understand the masses, but I'm saying, like, the truth doesn't even matter to where, you know, you could share this shit with you know, your family members. They don't give a fuck. Your close friends. Nobody gives a fuck. Everyone's in their own world. And it's like people develop this complex. If I don't pay attention to the truth, it's not really there. Right? Like, look at all the shit that they came out with that said, yeah, we were fucking lying. Yeah, we caused this. Yeah, we caused that. Yeah, we keep we kill people with the vaccine. So what? What y'all gonna do? And everybody's just fucking complacent, chilling. They said, yo, we're going to make the, the vaccine yearly for your kids, right? Where they're going to have to, you know, have their requirements of yearly shots. That's now going to be added to the list. No outrage, no parents backlash, none of that shit. It's until you deal with the shit in schools. Then you like, oh man, my child is being targeted when you're not saying nothing. Why they putting all these programs in play? Now, everybody heard, yo, they going to cancel all this COVID emergency shit by May. You really think that go back to 2020 in May. That's when they start playing with the cases. Remember now the cold and flu season ends in May. Then, 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 then you understand that they're going to play around that time Then the spring. And then, you know, everyone with the allergy season, all that's going to come back. So now they have the climate for more cases. Why am I saying this? I mentioned this five episodes ago on my podcast. I said, yo, they're going to put a spin on it. What did they do? The last COVID variant, they said, you know, it's stronger than all the vaccines. So what are they telling you? They're telling people, even if you're triple vaccinated, this new strand, you're going to get reinfected. They're covering their ass to create later situations. You think that they, they're going to stop this shit when they got election season moving in? And then they got all of these... Immigrants that they got moving in? Now, what's weird about this whole thing with this immigrant shit, And not even a year's time, 600,000, 600,000 migrants been dumped into this country, cities all across the, the nation. So now you ask yourself, what is put in play? Because it's no accident. They didn't just rush the border and say, yo, we coming over here. Somebody told them, now's the time. Pull up. Now's the time. And and what am I talking about? Right now in New York City, you got people and housing, they got no fucking heat. Not that they don't have heat, it's just they're not fixing shit. So we got, you know, single digit temperatures, motherfuckers is freezing, people that live here. And they said, the governor, we got a billion dollar budget that we put together to help the migrants that, that illegally <laughs> just came into the country. We got a billion fucking dollar budget to help them, but we can't help people that live in the country with basic fucking necessities like shelter. We're talking about housing that they just won't fix shit. <laughs> they won't fix the housing to keep people warm. People are using space heaters and their fucking oven to keep warm in their houses. This is the residents of your city. So your elected officials say, nah, we're not helping you people. Fuck it. When you had a fire last year, that killed 17 people in the Bronx. What was that from? People had a space heater trying to keep warm. Well, why doesn't the building provide heating? Oh, they don't. Oh, they're just not gonna fix shit because black and brown people live in these in these in these buildings. So now everybody wanna be a fucking humanitarian, and that and that's the that's the shit that gets me, right? That's the shit that gets me. Like, for instance, look at the the, the so-called white people population. They treat dogs better than they treat fucking humans, and they pretend like we got so much compassion for humans because most of the the advocates are out there with these migrants are white people, raising money for them, and the white people had them uh, opening umbrellas, right? They was opening umbrellas on the news uh, camera crew that was filming the protests. They was like basically opening umbrellas so they couldn't see their faces, nigga y'all was staked out in front of the fucking hotel for a week we know who you people are you're legally in the fucking country but anyway the white fucking advocates were telling them to be mean nasty to the reporters and like what the fuck is going on so who paid these white people to come down there to say we want to help these migrants get housing well what about the fucking homeless people that live in your city that you're not helping get housing oh cause they're black and brown people gotcha but you had a fire last year, 17 people killed in the Bronx from a space heater. So now this billion dollar budget that's gonna be given to the to the migrants, half of that budget's gonna be paid by the taxpayers in the city. Did you know that? Did you know that half your tax money is gonna help pay for illegal fucking migrants in the country? You can't even get a tax break. But everybody's cool with this shit. Cause everybody's like, yo, we wanna help the world. I get you. I got nothing against people that need food, clothing, and shelter. But if you stepping over the people that live in your own fucking city, what are you doing this for? There's a big agenda in play. That's why they got a <laughs> a bill they're pushing to help, you know, illegal aliens vote. In fact, they're giving them a $500 uh, dollar a month stipend. Right? <laughs> you out here can't find a job. <laughs> you out here. Scraping it, and motherfuckers are selling weed, and you're getting arrested doing that. But you got illegal aliens come here, and what's crazy, i seen illegal aliens in in the protest. Motherfuckers had on polo coats and and, and Gucci bags. So you mean to tell me you're an illegal fucking alien, you got a $400 polo coat on and a fucking Gucci strap-over bag, and you're a migrant seeking asylum? Are you fucking serious? What's really going on here? What's really going on? So now, after the COVID fraud and all these government officials lined their fucking pockets and all these corporations got all this money, and that taxpayer money is going to be used to fit that bill, which means your kids are going to be paying this debt off for the next 30 fucking years. So now, add that on top of that, you got a billion dollar debt to help out migrants that are legally in the country. But as I said, everybody keeps saying, well, hey, man, they just want the American dream. Well, what about? the 40,000 fucking haitian's that y'all flew back as soon as they got to the border. Oh, send them niggas back to Haiti. But every every other fucking pale skin migrant from any other country could come here with no problem. But that was the inception of America. Ellis Island. Hundreds of thousands of white slaves came here to America. Let's let's call it what it is because up till the 1800s before they had the land grab grants before these people became white on paper by the Naturalization Act of 1790, became white, they was poor white trash. That's what their own people created. They was crackers. Where did the term cracker come from? Cracker came from the Florida crackers. They had cracker carts. These were poor whites that had no fucking land that was moving around like nomads selling crackers. See, that's why they feel some way when you call them a cracker. See, they call you a nigga. They don't know where that, where that term originates from. But I know where the word cracker came from. I know where the term white trash came from. It came from their own people. We ain't talking hate. We talking history today. See, those that read that are astute, we know what we're looking at. We know why there's an ongoing class situation in America to where they keep killing one group, one race of people. And they keep saying, we got to train our police officers to handle these niggas a little bit better. But but nothing happens to every other race of fucking people when they interact with police. So what did they show us? The five black cops beating up the kid and fucking killing him. That was a drill. Why do I say it's a drill? Because after that story, I said, yo, this shit's going to continue to happen because they're back on that timeline with the side. You remember during covid and everybody's quarantined, and they said, damn, this is the only time they stop killing black people where it was like a fucking nine month span, no police shootings. Then the George Floyd thing, and they and they used that to their advantage. We talking about $2 billion in insurance claims. <laughs> right, okay. So fast forward, we have, if you weren't up in arms, remember, orchestrated anger. If you niggas wasn't already pissed off about, you know, five cops beating a kid to death on camera, it's a system issue. Yeah, we fired the cops. Why ain't we fired the motherfuckers that hired these niggas? That part. So, to get you up in arms, because all month, it's heart month, and it's Black History Month, they're going to pull on you black niggas' hearts. Because this is how they know that, hey, we get you niggas emotional, and, you know, you're going to fuck some shit up. You're going to be in the streets. What am I talking about? So, if you wasn't pissed off about these five cops beating this kid to death, that couldn't defend himself against five armed fucking police officers, right, well... The police officers just killed a fucking double amputee. You heard that part right. They killed a w amp, a w, oh man a double amputee. The brother had no legs and no fucking arms. And the cops shot this nigga 10 times. Tased him, shot this nigga 10 times. They said he was coming at him with a knife. He don't got no fucking legs. So he's like wobbling, whatever. Yo, I'm not even trying to picture the scene. And what did he do? And was he violent? Yo, dude, you talking about this nigga's like three feet tall, no legs, no arms, and he's still a threat to you, police? We got to kill this nigga. Nah, let's tase him. Nah, we got to kill this nigga ten times. We got to shoot him ten times. So, now there's an outroar, and the same lawyers, the crump nigga, that's getting, you know, the money for all these shootings, the same people pop up, the Al Sharptons and all these other people, the same people pop up now to tell you to be in outrage, So that's the next story where they're going to be pushing that to the to the George Floyd capacity. So if you're not invested in the Tyree Nichols thing, you're going to be all right. Damn, a WMUT, that's fucked up. The brother couldn't do nothing and this and that. My thing is this where we keep looking at these as individual isolated incidents. But you have to look at the institution as a whole who hired these people. Who's allowing this type of policing to go on? And after the so-called George Floyd case, I thought you niggas all had training. I thought you all had training. Hey, we should never put our foot on somebody's neck. We should never do that. When you see more heinous crimes happening and continue to happen. But my thing is this, my attention span is not even on the motherfucking police. We're missing the main idea of this shit. We're talking about a system. You remember at, in the 60s, the police was showed up to fuck up the protesters. The police was showed up to sit the dogs on you in the, in the water hoses. So how, how is it that they're going to ever be a part of the solution to the problem they're enforcing? That's never going to happen. So I'm not trying to go there with that, but I'm saying this for a particular reason. But I'm going somewhere with this bill because, as I said, does the truth even matter anymore? I'm gonna go over a series of of very large lawsuits that are taking place this year and nobody's fucking talking about them. Nobody's talking about them. You know why? Because those large lawsuits the the victims of the lawsuits are black and brown people and nobody gives a fuck. They're suing large corporations that purposely sold multiple products to our community that are fucking killing us. We are had a conspiracy of maybe possibly they might be killing us with this and then it comes out that it's true and nobody gives a fuck keep scrolling watch you a tiktok video nothing to see here my nigga and how did we get to a society where motherfuckers are that dumped down your child has a fucking $1,300 smartphone in their pocket and they acting out they out hacking dumb as shit how you got a $1,300, $2,000 smartphone in your pocket, and you still dumb? You still dumb. And, and I say that because we have, we're in the age of information. We got access to so much information, but nobody wants to read. Nobody gives a fuck. Even if you put it on a podcast and you read it for them, niggas don't even listen. They ain't got it, man, whatever, until... Then it's, oh my God, everybody come to my to my aid, to my sympathy. But what happened when the people were trying to warn you? I've been, I've been going hard since 2020, helping people obtain religious exemptions to not take that toxic fucking vaccine. I had family members laugh, you're not no doctor. What do you know? Niggas got they triple vaccines. Now all those, those side effects are coming back to visit people. And I don't want to say I told you so, but I'm like, where the fuck is your common sense? Where the fuck is your common sense? And that's the thing why these corporations take advantage of us because they know that we don't give a fuck. Even if you told a nigga, I'm selling you poison. Here you go. Oh, it's on sale. Let me get to. That's our our community. I, I, I did an extensive bill on the dangers of this lab made government military marijuana that's flooding the community that the FDA a year ago was fucking up in arms saying this shit is toxic. It's dangerous. It's illegal. It should be a crime to sell this. And then they backed off and said, you know what? We can't even regulate it. Fuck it. Go on and sell it. It, It's it's not marijuana, but it's more toxic than marijuana. So the shit is more legal than selling marijuana. The Delta 8 bullshit. Now, The crazy part about that in 2020 you had hundreds of kids going to the hospital the er having seizures and panic attacks and i'm like from weed what the fuck is that about but none of this stuff is new they've been working on this military marijuana since the 1940s and they perfected it around the 60s you remember the 60s hippies and free love and because people were experimenting with natural cannabis and they started to wake up they start to see through the bullshit In their country and you know they can't have that the powers that be they can't have you coming back to your natural mind so what did they do they pushed what you wanted we're gonna make this shit legal and then they swapped out the real weed and start putting all this bullshit out here now this delta eight is being sold everywhere it's being sold mostly in edibles and all that so it's kids eating this shit Yo, a lot of these, I'm trying to tell y'all to just wake up because we all keep thinking we got access to free weed. Yo, my nigga, 99% of those products they selling at the gas station, the corner store, the bodega, all that shit is toxic. It's not tested. Kids are going to get, yo, there was a situation where a shop owner got arrested because a kid got some of the gummies from their mom. Now, mind you, the kid doesn't know it's weed in this shit or it's fake military weed in it so what happens when you give a kid a gummy kids like candy so the kid ate the whole fucking bag ends up in the er seizures vomiting all kind of shit so they attacked the shop owner and sued the and, and basically confiscated all their products but i'm saying this to say this all of these products the edibles and all that that shit is geared directly towards our kids none of that shit you could find in the real dispensary that shit don't even look like that shit looks just like regular candy, regular uh, Smacks and Rice crispy Treat. All that shit looks like the regular shit at the candy store. Who do you think pushed that through? H- how are these products not getting confiscated off the shelves? That makes no sense. So what is that telling you? They're allowing it to happen. You know why? Because if everybody's smoking this zombie weed, you definitely can't come back to your natural mind. You're definitely on go mode. That's why all the kids is all raged up and ready to fuck some shit up in the street. Because the the crazy part about this psychoactive uh, military THC, it causes violent tendencies. I ain't never smoked no weed and I wanted to fight. This shit makes you want to fight like you drunk a fucking pint of vodka. Why would you put out a product like this and then say... Yo, that shit more illegal than weed So which means the cops is really not enforcing that shit So all you gotta do is have a product that has it in there But as I said, they created this shit They got Delta-8 Now Delta-8 delta, delta 8 is derived from the hemp plant But then they use a, a, a chemical called isomerization Where they basically, you know, they add some chemicals to the shit And it turns into a synthetic THC Nigga, we got real weed. Why, why the fuck you want to create fake weed? Who's that for? But remember, the first fake weed craze was that K2 shit. They had people out here like zombies that they were selling in, you know, all the smoke shops, which is ironic because now they're selling the Delta 8 in all the smoke shops. Unfucking believable. So what I what I really wanted to go into was was a few other stories that if you wasn't outraged about the shit I already just mentioned. You're so desensitized to a level you're not coming back from. Now, we all remember, you know, the COVID vaccines and the conspiracy of these vaccines are killing people. And look at the companies that made the vaccines—they they, they already got blood on their hands. So, I I mentioned a story sometime back, and you know, I'm sure you guys might have heard about it—the the issue with the baby powder, right? The lawsuit with baby powder, Johnson and Johnson baby powder. as as leading to cases of cancer. Not possibly, nope. They said the baby powder is directly linked to cancer. So you're selling the product to a baby that causes cancer. You got caught and your product is known to link to cancer. Now guess what? There's a lawsuit for this. But I'm gonna go over something because I'm gonna show you how these big companies give it up. See, this is what happened when you got the bag. We all saying we chasing the bag, right? Everybody, I'm trying to get the bag and get my family. Well, check this out. Will you chase the bag if you got to compromise your moral integrity? Because that's what the corporation's into. They don't give a fuck about your morals. And for you to be successful as one of these corporations, you can't have a soul. You can't have a heart. You got to see profit and don't give a fuck about people. What am I talking about? Okay, so after Johnson & Johnson that, you know, behind one of the toxic vaccines that's been causing heart attacks that's been killing thousands of people, you can check the CDC Varus website. Their own data says thousands of people died from it. But they put a PR spin to the shit. Nobody's paying attention. Nothing to see here. So, Johnson & Johnson gets hit up in this lawsuit and basically, yeah, they gotta pay billions of dollars to all of these mothers, families that, you know, use this baby powder for their babies. But what's what's more disturbing these niggas tried to create a shell company pay attention this is how the corporations give it up and if you want to chase the bag and be successful like them you got to move like them you gotta you gotta have no fucking morals no integrity so they create a shell company and then shift all the blame to the shell company and say Ah, all those people that we owe billions of dollars to for killing them and causing cancer and, you know, giving cancer to their children. You got to sue our new shell company. Oh, guess what? Before you sue us, we're going to file for bankruptcy. <laughs> is how they give it up. Let me, let me go over this. So they tried to basically evade paying the billions of dollars of liability to the people for a product that they purposely put out that caused cancer, purposely sold it to us. That's capitalism at its finest. Let's take a look at this here. This story is fucking disturbing. Because I mentioned this a few weeks ago. And I said, well, damn, whatever happened? Those people ever get their money? And then this story comes out. Johnson & Johnson. The Third Circuit smacks down Johnson & Johnson's attempt to use Texas Two-Step. That's what they call it. The Texas Two-Step. To avoid paying billions in talc cancer cases so this is what all these big companies do when they sold you some shit that harmed you amassed a shitload of profits paid off some judges paid off some people to you know look the other way and then it all comes back to them and then they still find a way to not pay you. the pharmaceutical giant behind a top-selling baby powder will not be allowed to use a legal bankruptcy maneuver known as the Texas Two-Step to avoid having to pay bills, billions, to cancer victims. A federal appeals court ruled Monday against a bankruptcy filing by Johnson & Johnson subsidiary that judges said were was a little more than the attempt to end runaround and having to pay judgment awards in the massive talcum powder litigation, right? because people all across the world are suing Johnson and Johnson for that and the government comes to them in the middle of that lawsuit and say hey you want to make a COVID vaccine for us and and that was the first vaccine they pushed to the black and brown community I pray for my people yo because I I, I did my job myself and others we've been telling y'all like yo just do some research do not take that shit man I gotta keep my job even when I show people I can I can use the bible to to help you write a religious exemption, I helped 300 people get a successful religious exemption approved. And I said, "Yo, you, you stand up on what your God's saying. You feel it in your heart that if I take that, it's no coming back." But hey, myself, I'm sure yourself. You got family members that took that vaccine, and they're on they're on a, a ticking time bomb. They're on a waiting clock. Every day, they don't know when they wake up what ty- what type of symptoms they may develop. But I will tell you this: there's something. There's something happening to all these people that they don't know. You can go a year, a year straight, developing micro blood clots, feel perfectly fucking normal, and then you fall out, have a heart attack, and then they say you died from a heart attack. I told family members, I'm telling yourself, and I encourage you to tell others. There's something called a D-Dimer, D-I-M-M-E-R, D-Dimer test. You can get the D-Dimer test. You look it up, at-home D-Dimer test. It's an at-home blood clot test kit where you can test yourself periodically to see if you are developing micro blood clots because if you catch it early you can take a natural herb that will naturally thin out your blood something like turmeric something like cayenne right something like a burdock root that that could thin out your blood to the point where you're not developing these massive blood clots that you don't know that are taking place in your body and this is what's happening people randomly falling out catching heart attacks at 25 and We think this shit is the new normal. Nah, it's these niggas covering their ass. Nothing to see here. We didn't do it. So back to Johnson & Johnson. Federal appeals court ruled Monday against the bankruptcy filing. Johnson & Johnson, the maker of well-known products such as Band-Aid, Tylenol. Stay with me here, guys. Because I'm going somewhere with that next. You're going to be disturbed to hear next lawsuit i uncover and i guarantee you everyone listening to the sound of my voice you probably use the product i'm gonna talk about stay tuned band-aid tylenol Aveno, listerine and of course johnson's baby powder was found liable in 2013 and 2016 when injuries found that its talc based product caused ovarian cancer ovarian cancer, and mesothelioma. You ever seen that commercial, mesothelioma? I don't even know what the fuck that was. What the fuck is mesothelioma? But now we find out what causes it. Goddamn baby powder. And it's its crazy, right? Because back in the day, right, I'm sure you can attest to this, in the summertime, many of the girls, you know, with baby powder in their chests, and guys use baby powder. Everybody was fucking using baby powder in the early 90s. And now I'm looking at all of these ovarian cancer cases with women and all this and I'm like yo you think that stuff might be linked and then these cases come up and now they're saying you caught us but we not paying we still not paying that's fucking disturbing so <laughs> continues on following those initial door opening verdicts nearly 40,000 more cases were filed as the multi-billion dollar verdicts pour in many more were expected this one lawsuit is enough to bankrupt johnson and johnson but then they made all that money from the you know the covid vaccines so they got their bag up but now they have multiple lawsuits for other products we'll get to that in a moment thanks to an unusual feature in texas law johnson and johnson was able to perform a uh, divisional merger the merger allowed Johnson & Johnson to create an entirely new subsidiary and transfer its liabilities into that subsidiary while holding its assets in the original company. Wow. Now, we did that shit on the street level. You don't even catch a RICO charge, money laundering charge, but Johnson & Johnson do it, and it's just filing paperwork. See the the privileges you get when you become a wealthy company and, and you ain't got no fucking morals? Right, you start moving and just pushing paperwork. You don't care about the families and the lives you disrupted. As a result, the debt-ridden, newly formed subsidiary could file for bankruptcy under Chapter 11 and thereby reduce it or eliminate its obligation to pay out claims. Let's see if the court's going to fall for this shit. After the enormous talcum powder judgment were pronounced, Johnson and Johnson used a maneuver spin spin off a new entity, LTL management. So they created a whole new company called LTL management, like yo, LTL management. They inherited our liabilities. But Johnson & Johnson is still going to operate as Johnson & Johnson across the street. Really. Which held the talcum litigation liabilities while Johnson & Johnson retained virtually all of the company's productive business assets. So we keep the profits and y'all deal with the problems. The tau claimants sued to block the company's attempt to freeze them out of collecting on their judgments by moving to dismiss LTL's bankruptcy petition. The bankruptcy court s- uh, sided against the plaintiffs and allowed the bankruptcy proceeding to continue. So the bankruptcy court, right, you can pay off the judges, they said, yeah, man, come on, push on through, go on and file chapter 11 with your new company. So You got judges that's going to look the other way because all you got to do is contribute to their campaign in some sort of way. See, that's what it's like to have no morals and no integrity. How how is it that the judge could not see that case on his desk and and already see what the corporation was attempting to do? But hey, justice is blind, right? That's why she got the blindfold on. Because all she do is weigh the bag on the scale. (laughs) Nigga, if the bag weigh out, that's the case that's going to win the talc uh the claimant sued to block the company's attempt right the bankruptcy court sided against the plaintiffs a three-judge panel of the u.s courts of appeals for the third circuit reversed their decision on monday blocking johnson and johnson's attempt to use bankruptcy to side sidestep tort judgments on the grounds that the company's shell game had not occurred in good faith right so remember you can only like file for bankruptcy if you're in good faith You can't say I'm a file for bankruptcy because I owe billions of fucking dollars. Nigga, that's that's a red flag. We already know why you're filing for bankruptcy to avoid your obligations. The ruling was not only a huge win for thousands of top claimants, but was precisely the result. Johnson and Johnson tried to avoid by strategically located litigation that crisscrossed the country. Johnson & Johnson, one of New Jersey's largest and most profitable companies, created a subsidiary under Texas law, then filed bankruptcy in North Carolina. Wow. (laughs) Game on top of game. The Philadelphia-based Third Circuit was blunt in calling out Johnson & Johnson for its attempt to circumvent the very results it handed down in its ruling. We start and stay with good faith, U.S. Circuit Judge Thomas Ambro wrote for the uh, unanimous three-judge circuit panel ambrose a bill clinton appointee was judged by fellow uh was joined by fellow judges julio fuentes also appointed by clinton and luis philippe Resprudo, was appointed by barack obama ambrose said in the ruling that the bankruptcy filing requires a good faith claim that the filer is in financial distress how you file for bankruptcy when you're not in financial distress you're you're Johnson & Johnson. You're a fucking multi-hundred-billion-dollar company that's hiding your assets. Like, how the fuck can you file for bankruptcy? Like, yo, we can't pay the light bill. Really? Really, my nigga? This <laughs> shit's crazy. But but in order to get the bag and be one of these big companies, yo, you got to trade in your bag of morals. You ready for that? See, and see how they got it so desensitized where people went against their better judgment, And took multiple experimental vaccines. Mixed them shits up. When when they told you when this first started, don't mix vaccines. Then they said, hey, man, get one from each company. Fuck it. (laughs) You're already our guinea pig. You know what I'm saying? Load up. Now they saying, hey, the booster shit wasn't even effective. Wait a minute. You done made people get multiple boosters. And then they came out and said the boosters aren't even effective. In fact, the new strand is more stronger than all the vaccines we put out. So we got to create another one. (laughs) Yo, yo, listen, we about to cover something because the few stories I'm going to go over. You're going to see the same companies in multiple crimes. Why isn't somebody in jail? I get to paying fines and all that. Why the fuck these CEOs ain't ain't in handcuffs? But what do I know? Going back to this. Rather its relationship to Johnson & Johnson LTD was not in such financial distress That it lacked capacity to pay out verdicts to tout claimants Rather its relationship to J&J Meant that both companies assets should be taken into account When assessing Right because if you got one company you got another company My nigga the owner of said companies We look at his assets in totality Right so it's like wherever Johnson & Johnson banks at We need to see your ledger. How they hide money when you owe money. All the while, they're still amassing profits from selling continuously the same products that cause problems. Because they're still selling motherfucking baby powder on the shelves. Because LTL had access to Johnson & Johnson's exceptionally strong balance sheet, which included $400 billion in equity, with a AAA credit rating, Come on, man, They—they they credit alone is in the billions, but they got $400 billion in equity and a AAA credit rating, as well as $31 billion in cash. <laughs> but they filing for bankruptcy. Ambro had harsh words for Johnson & Johnson's attempt to use Texas law to evade payout and called LTL essentially a shell company that suffered no meaningful financial difficulties during its short life outside of bankruptcy. In ruling against LTL bankruptcy, the panel was clear to point out that the court isn't anti-bankruptcy in all cases. That said, we mean not to discourage lawyers from being in incentive and management from exper- experimenting with novel solutions. Creative, uh, creating, creative crafting in the law can at times accrue to the benefit of all. Or nearly all stakeholders. So they saying we ain't against bankruptcy, but we see what they were trying to do. We see that basically they was trying to do some illegal shit to avoid paying the people that they harmed. That that right there is fucking disturbing in itself, right? That that's disturbing in itself. That that is disturbing in itself. But but I ask you people, listen, right? I ask everyone listening, right? Does the truth even matter anymore, right? Because this type of stuff wouldn't happen if people were informed about it, and yet people start to lean on these so-called public officials that they elected to stop shit like this. All these niggas getting a free check to do nothing, and they're not coming to your aid of none of this shit. For instance, the, the situation with the vaccines and all that, man, if you were to contact your attorney your G- attorney general that they was fucking with you, his job was to put out those fires. But he got a free fucking paycheck. Cause nobody called them. Maybe once well, I helped the sister help a help get a, a principal fired. Right, salute to that empress. Right, sister got a principal fired. Her son, you know, had very bad asthma. Couldn't wear the mask. Yo, I'm not sending my son to school in a mask. He has asthma. That shit is triggering his asthma. So you know, they put the kid out of school and then then they tried to get CPS on her and say your child missed so many days. When she told him. my kid's not going back to school in a fucking mask. That's getting him more sick. So I said, you know what? They're leaning on you like this. Write a letter to the attorney general. And this parent that didn't go to law school or nothing just wrote a fucking letter. But she knew her rights to the attorney general. Three days later, got the principal fired. <laughs> Salute. This the type of shit I do. I don't just talk. I help people. I equip them with the information to help themselves. And, and and if we all were more in the know, we can stop this shit. What did Thomas Jefferson say? A nation that expects to be ignorant and free can never ever be. A nation that expects to be ignorant and free can never ever be because if you're ignorant, you damn sure ain't free. You're not aware of the forms of oppression you're you're under or you're participating in. So, I mentioned this for a particular reason, guys. Johnson and Johnson did this crazy spin to where they don't want to pay these people causing cancer with baby powder. So just imagine all of the cases that are gonna come out from the people that got adverse reactions from Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine. Just wait on it. See, the next few years, I'm talking about leading up to 2030, it's gonna be a motherfucker. Because a lot of us, our attention spans are short and we're not gonna look at this full timeline. You might've took that vaccine in 2021 and you might not feel that shit to 2024. But I'm telling you, there's millions of us shedding, spreading a virus to people because that's the only real virus. There was no virus that was airborne. Their whole hustle was to get you scared enough to inject the virus directly into your bloodstream yourself. And then you would spread it to others by shedding. Now, I'm not making none of this up. All of this is on the CDC's website. But if you don't know what you're looking at, they're just going to give you the data, make it public knowledge and just keep keep on fucking moving. So fast forward Johnson & Johnson The makers of the killer vaccine You just seen how they hid their money In the baby powder Fiasco Well guess what Those same women Salute to all my women listening Salute to all, all my guys listening And got mothers and daughters and, and you know, Because this is going to affect them directly as well So the same company Johnson & Johnson That's, that's getting sued That don't want to pay the money Because they're already found to be liable. Not this is a conspiracy and they got to argue the facts of the case. They're already past that point. They're looking at settlement amounts. And this company's trying to hide their fucking assets. But I go back to them for a reason. The same company that's still in operation. They have another lawsuit. And I guarantee you ladies. If you have children. You're going to want to listen to this part. Because the same company that sold you baby powder. Guess what? There's a lawsuit about. Tylenol you don't say so now Tylenol which is another product sold by Johnson and Johnson Tylenol is linked to autism and ADHD here we go guys In early two thousands thousands of cases of ADHD and autism and my child's autistic and, and we used to think that this was something hereditary that children are just born with autism. Children are just born with ADHD. And I knew. Before I was researching this shit years ago, I knew it. They had my they had one of one of one of my family members on this ADHD medication. And I said, yo, he don't have no problems paying attention and sitting still. He don't want to be fed no bullshit in school. That's why he's not paying attention to none of this shit. He he's turned off. But they gave the kid this medication and he started to hallucinate. He thought his room was on fire, all of this borderline damn this schizophrenic. And this stuff leads people to being in psych wards when they just diagnosed them or misdiagnosed them. But then how did they even develop these symptoms? How many of you have given your child Tylenol, ladies? How many of you were pregnant and you took Tylenol? Acetaminophen, right? The other Generic name because they make both products. Did you know that the Tylenol makes the regular acetaminophen shit, too? Right with no label no name. Yeah, they get paid off the poor people and the people that can actually buy Tylenol. So ladies if you took Tylenol while you were pregnant, guess what? During the first month there is a hormone that Tylenol stops from producing in your child that causes them to have autism. That's not some shit passed down from your bloodline. And because my dad was autistic and maybe my kids, that ain't what this is. They've been lying to us. All of these symptoms and syndromes and, and viruses and all this shit that we think we've been catching. They've been selling it to us in their products. Let's go into this. This shit is disturbing in itself. And for the fact that it's the same company, it's the same company. You got Tylenol, and then you got the fucking baby powder. But then you're going to have the vaccines all coming from Johnson & Johnson. But they got the bag to, to get these, you know, officials to look the other way or to rather not single them out. You you, you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. MDL, which is a multi-district multi, uh, level lawsuit, which means there's so many people suing from so many different states that they have to centralize the lawsuit in one location because otherwise they would have every court in the country hearing this case or multiple cases so mdl judge for tylenol autism spectrum disorder lawsuit outlines procedures to coordinate discovery in the state court claims order outlines how state courts can coordinate with federal discoveries and Tylenol autism spectrum disorder lawsuits and ADHD lawsuits being pursued by families nationwide. So does the truth even matter anymore? Even talking about this story, I know when I upload it to the podcast and when everything goes out, I'm gonna send this to people that I know that are probably affected, that I know use these products, that haven't connected dots, and some of these people, they're not even gonna press play on the fucking link. I get it but I'm gonna continue the truth traffic because I know at some point all there's left is the truth. All that's left is the truth. When we, we get done selling a lie, buying a lie, fraternizing with the lie, taking selfies with the lie, eventually all that's left is the motherfucking truth. The truth that you stand, you stand on from a cellular level, right? Now, no ego shit. What's true to you in your own fucking heart? See, we gotta get off this egotistical shit because you're quick to trade in your bag of morals for a bag of money. The U.S. District Judge presiding over all Tylenol and autism spectrum disorder and ADHD lawsuits filed throughout the federal court system has issued an order that outlines how state court cases can coordinate discovery proceedings with the federal MDL to make the pretrial process more efficient in the buildup to early bell uh, bellwe- bellwether test trials. Hundreds of families nationwide are currently pursuing lawsuits against manufacturers of a name brand Tylenol and store brand acetaminophen. See, so you could have bought acetaminophen that had Walgreens on it, right? Just Walgreens aspirin, right? Or fucking CVS aspirin. So even if you bought the generic shit, Tylenol makes that too. So which means, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever gave Tylenol to your child and your child has autism or ADHD, guess what caused it? Ladies, if you ever took Tylenol while you were pregnant and you gave birth to a child with autism, salute. Your child is very special, right? Because man, a lot of them kids be on it. You know what I'm saying? They they really have more. You know what's crazy? The companies that cause autism have no heart, have no morals, no integrity, but you'll see kids that have autism and they just got such big fucking hearts, man. Like, they they have so much authenticity to them, which, which is crazy, right? But but it shows you 30, 40, 50 years ago, we never heard of this term autism. You wonder why all of these syndromes keep popping up and we like, what, where'd that come from? All the while, the companies are creating these products that cause this shit. So now imagine all the drug companies making money selling medication to your child for autism. That's another bag. Like, like, at what point do we say, man, we got to look at all this shit as a whole. We got to look at all these big companies, big farmer, big corporation. You know what I'm saying? All of this. We got to look at this stuff as a whole and say, if they mean us no good, why do we keep supporting their products? Because, how do you have two big ass lawsuits of the decade with the same company and they were given a government contract to create a vaccine to save your life? Oh my God, can't make it up. So, yeah, as I said here, hundreds of families nationwide are currently pursuing lawsuits against them, right? So, if you took the Tylenol or the store brand acetaminophen equivalent sold at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other companies, each alleging that babies developed autism spectrum disorder, or ADHD, following exposure to the pain medication when taken by the mother during pregnancy, claiming that women were not adequately warned about the risks associated with using Tylenol during pregnancy. And you know what's crazy? They pushed the Tylenol most to pregnant women. Oh, you got a fever? Take this child's Tylenol for your... It's safe for you and your baby. They put out commercials telling women that that shit was safe. So why would they think otherwise? That's false advertisement. You purposely sold some shit that you knew would cause a problem. So now I'm thinking, what if Tylenol was in bed with the people that make the autism medication? The ADHD medication. They say, yo, y'all about to run it up. Because we just going to keep pushing this friendly Tylenol shit. And then you'll have more candidates for your drug. So they're turning us into multiple substance abusers, right? Because that's what all these drugs are, right? They keep saying the war on drugs. What about the war on the drug companies, right? They waged the war on drugs, which was a joke because it was only a war on the black and brown communities. But what about the war on the drug companies? How about that? cuz they just drug dealers in white coats. But 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 you worse you worse than you worse than a Nicky Barnes, my nigga. Like you you worse than somebody selling dope out here. But we praise the gangsters too, right? So, you might as well praise the drug dealers and the drug companies. Shit, they they need to make a series on stars about about the drug companies cuz they the biggest motherfucking kingpins. They bigger than Al Chapo and anybody you can name. Since each of the lawsuits raises nearly identical questions of fact and law about the adequacy of the Tylenol pregnancy, warnings as federal MDL multi-district litigation was established late last year, centralizing all lawsuits over autism spectrum disorder and ADHD caused by Tylenol, equate, and other versions of acetaminophen before U.S. District Judge Dennis Coty and the Southern District of New York for coordinated discovery and a series of early bellwether trials that were that would help gauge how injuries are likely to respond to certain evidences and testimonies that be repeated throughout the claims. You know what's crazy? This multi uh, multi multi-district litigation this is the new form of class actions right? This has been happening across the country. A few weeks ago I, I broke the story about all of the perm kits, right? Anybody taking the, you know, the sisters in the, in the, in the neighborhoods taking the perm kits, you know, Just For Me and Dark and Lovely and, you know, uh, Olive Girls and all these other products. Any of these hair relaxers that, you know, get your hair shiny and silky, all that shit was linked to cancer. But it's so many lawsuits behind that case. It's a global lawsuit. And it's the same thing MDL. But they, they have, meaning, it's so many victims in these lawsuits that are breaking out that they don't know which courthouse to hold the case in because it's so many claimants but here's the thing this is why a lot of the mainstream media isn't covering these stories and they just let it die down they want you to pay attention to sports man you ain't you ready for the all-star game ain't you ready for the fucking football game and the, who gives a fuck the halftime show but they got all this stuff geared up to keep women distracted from these cases that are ongoing because they don't want Oh shit! Well, I might be a victim. I might be a victim. And then once it spreads and it becomes a trend, you're gonna have so many lawsuits that these companies can be bankrupt. Just the baby powder shit alone, that could bankrupt Johnson and Johnson. That's why they tried to switch out, create a new company, and then file for bankruptcy. What do you think they're gonna do when these Tylenol lawsuits come out? Because remember, as I said, Tylenol also makes the generic brand aspirins too. You know the pharmacy name brand shit. They make those too. You know it's like selling selling good dope and selling you know cheap two dollar bags, where they make money from all the feeds. Man, this is crazy, yo. And and I know a few kids with autism. I know a few kids with ADHD. And I I can almost for certain guarantee that their mother you know used Tylenol, might have had a fever. You know, that, come on, women have you know all types of complications while they're pregnant. You know they're gonna have fevers. They're gonna you know so. What are they going to do? They're going to listen to their doctor. Oh, just take take two two Tylenol. You'll be okay. Yo, Tylenol was like chewing gum, right? This was the most safest shit that they've been pushing, right? Oh, just take two aspirin. When 30 years ago, the the, the information came out that, you know, aspirin basically puts a fucking hole in your stomach. It's toxic. But they was, you know, th- the nurse would give you aspirin. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was so common that everybody was just using this shit we really thought it was safe, but now we find out it wasn't. So, what do you? How do you compensate a woman that you know has a child with autism? She she's not gonna love the child no less, but I'm saying if she never took this product, her child would be even in a greater state of health. So, so what I'm saying is, wh- how much is that worth? So, what about a kid with ADHD that now you you gave him? so much medication he's now in a psych ward he's schizophrenic how do you reverse that damage or maybe we don't maybe they don't give a fuck or remember does the truth even matter anymore now all of these families that you know support autism month and all this other stuff i want to see them come out in droves because i can guarantee you if it was no Tylenol there would never be something called autism if there was no Tylenol, there would never be something called ADHD. They wouldn't exist. So now, where's all of these organizations that put out autism awareness and all? They should be an uproar. They should be the main ones, front line and center at all of these hearings, to see that these families get justice and equal compensation. This shit turns my stomach, bro. This is disgusting. Cause I see a lot of parents, and and, and keep it keep in mind, some of those kids are they're challenging, man. Like you imagine, you got a child, and you're just trying to bond with your child. Autism is a, is a scary thing, man. Sometimes you don't even know your own child to where you don't know what you're saying is harming them, right? Your communication can harm them. They love a different way. Maybe they don't even want attention from you. So it's like parents, their psyches are being being fucked with by trying to challenge and find a way to deal with their child when they wouldn't be diagnosed with this shit if they didn't use Johnson & Johnson's product. I'm fucking disgusted by this, yo. My heart goes out to all the people that are suffering from this. And I hope that when people hear this podcast and they hear this episode, that this is the shit we start protesting about. This is the stuff that we start outing these people for. Not these orchestrated stage protests they got you doing on cue. Come on, man, them days is over. Stand up for something that fucking means something. You're not standing up because I'm gonna post this on my social media. This is the time we in. This is where we at with it. But I just had to go go over that because on January 27th, right, they they issued the uh, the order. See, all this is just a starting. And moving forward in February and March, they're gonna be uh having hearings. So if you are in in, you know. Wanting to know, right, if you basically might be a victim of this uh Tylenol lawsuit, right? You can you can go to um uh, Submit Your Claim, right? I'll give you I'll give you the link after uh after I conclude this bill. And basically uh about about lawsuits.com, you go to about lawsuits.com and you search the Tylenol because this uh website is a team of lawyers and they cover um a list of different uh lawsuits. So about um, lawsuits.com and you just type in Tylenol and it'll come right up and they have a link for you to submit your claim where you can get a free uh, consultation because again, once it becomes a class action, you'll have multiple law firms willing to take your case for free, right? They don't get paid. They get part of, you know, the proceeds of, you know, the the settlement. But I would say this if you believe that, excuse me, if you, let's just say this because I want to do some thinking. If your child has either autism or ADHD, and you know that you use their product once or twice, if ever, file a claim. File a claim, right? Don't let this go unchecked. Don't say, well, you know, I love my child, even though he has autism, I love him all the same. And and kudos to you. That's what's up. You're supposed to love your child. But I'm saying, you're going to let the people get away with causing this condition on your child when it could have been prevented? Stand up for that child. Fight for them because they can't fight for themselves. They don't know what happened to them. They just came here to be loved. Salute to those fearless kids, man. But somebody got to pay for this. Because you got all of these organizations cashing in on the kids. Right? All of these donate to autism. And we don't know if that money goes to these kids. We know what that's about. That's some feed the children scam shit. So where are these National Autism Awareness Month organizations why aren't they talking about this lawsuit? This should be this should be the head of their campaign, and if it isn't, somebody's giving them money to stay out of it. And they only get up and roar when they need your donation, right? Save the save. You want to save a kid, <laughs> right? Meanwhile, this country has the highest child trafficking rate than any country in the world, right? Save the kids. Man, you can't you can't make this up, man. You know so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue, because I'm going somewhere. And as I said, this particular bill, does the truth even matter anymore? Because these two cases, man, this shit should be viral. But it isn't. Then to top it off, <laughs> let's top it off. Another case comes out. Inmates in a controversial, excuse me, inside a controversial bill. So now the state of Massachusetts, right? Boston Tea Party shit, right? They're pushing a new bill. And this new bill right here, if this doesn't confirm our conspiracies, I don't know what will. There was a show. it's It might be still on Netflix, right? This particular show was called Change of Heart, right? Change of Heart on Netflix, if anybody can see it. Change of Heart, what was it about? It was about organ harvesting. Organ harvesting. They had a scene in the series where they had homeless people rounding up other homeless people. And during COVID, I seen mad homeless people disappear, never to be seen again. Just put a pin in that. So they had homeless people round up homeless people. Hey, you want some food? You want you want to get something to eat? You want some, some uh, medical attention? You know, we got you. They would take them to, you know, random places and they would go missing. And these people would end up on these particular farms, which were like prison camps, and they would feed them to a certain, you know, a certain time limit until they needed to harvest their organ. So now, this bill that comes out makes that series real than life. What am I talking about? Inside the controversial bill pushing to allow prisoners to trade organs and bone marrow for their freedom. Listen to what I just said. A controversial bill pushing to allow prisoners to trade organs and bone marrow for their freedom. Wait a fucking minute. So you mean to tell me if I donate, I'm a prisoner, if I donate my organs or bone marrow, I can get time reduced on my sentence? Does this shit sound like organ organ harvesting to you? So guess what, who's the largest population inmates black and brown people pay attention to where we're going with this let's go into this a bill introduced last month in massachusetts is passed if passed it would grant convicts a sentence reduction of between 60 days and a year in exchange for a donation what the fuck nigga i'm, I'm a to donate oregon and I'm going to donate a kidney so I can get a year off my sentence. Are you fucking serious? I'm going to donate bone marrow so I can get a year off my sentence. Who comes up with this shit? But then you ask yourself, look at all the prisoners that die in jail under mysterious circumstances. There was one guy in jail and then his organs was missing. Really? And then they come out with a bill. Hey, donate your shit. So ask yourself this. If I run a private prison let's connect the dots guys if I run a privatized prison it's still on the stock market I got stockholders and then I tell them guess what we just added to our portfolio guys instead of you know all of these free labor inmates we got you know that can make furniture and all these other products from country I mean, companies around the world that sell them for a 100 or 900 percent markup because you know we paying a prisoner 10 cents a day now Those same prisoners that gonna work for us until they're dead, when they do die, we get first dibs on their organs. Fuck it. We could sell the organs while they're still alive. We know they're not going nowhere, because he got sentenced to 20, 30 years. He's gonna be here. This shit is sinister. The litigation is seen as a way to give prisoners more bodily autonomy by state representative carlos gonzalez the democrat who introduced it with state representative judith garcia salute to everybody voting for the democrats guys all the people that voted for you know biden the the zoom call president and shit the guy you never fucking see only on a video image right so the democrats are proposing a bill that if you donate your organs and your bone marrow reduce some time on your sentence so maybe that's connected to defunding the police maybe that's the whole overall campaign they're pushing for maybe that's why they're behind all these stage protests and the police staged outrage shootings and all that shit right gonzalez said it was crucial to respect prisoners human dignity and agency by respecting their choice to donate bone marrow or an organ how the fuck is it a choice you tell you tell an inmate, hey man, your funeral will be early if you know you can get out of jail early if you know what I'm saying. You 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 die early, like like like. Make that make sense. Anybody that's incarcerated, they would love to to be out a day earlier. But they saying you gotta give. What would you give for that freedom? Would you give an organ? Would you give a heart? That in return we're gonna sell on the black market. Now keep in mind, these are private prisons. So how many of these inmates are we going to monitor? Here's the thing. They saying they're going to monitor them. So imagine you're a prisoner and you give a kidney. What kind of medical attention? Remember, you're still a prisoner. Once you gave your kidney, you go back to your cell. What kind of living are you going to have inside this prison? What kind of you know living conditions? And are you going to have adequate uh, medical response teams? And But my thing is like, who the fuck comes up with this? So when they're looking at all their numbers at these private prisons... Are they also looking at all of the candidates of organs they can sell in the black market? Sure they are. Because that's how the black market was started. Same shit, right? We, 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 we grab up people that no one cares about. Somebody dies in jail. Somebody's in jail. Nine times out of ten, many of the families never hear, you know, how did their loved one die in jail? Oh, they just died. They give whatever statement and then we move on. Nothing to see. So it's taking advantage So they're saying this shit is taking advantage. But social media commenters and advocacy groups in Massachusetts believe that the proposed bill is coercive. It's taking advantage of those incarcerated in our state. On one commenter responded to the uh, representative's bill. Other commenters worried convicts would feel pressured to donate that struggling prison uh, medical systems would not be able to provide adequate care following surgery. Although Gonzalez has said there's no law on the books preventing incarcerated people from donating, he noted that there is also no process in place for prisoners who want to donate, even if it is for a friend or family member. Why should we create guidelines when situations arise where incarcerated individuals who choose to donate, who choose to donate, well show me a nigga in jail that's just writing somebody, hey, anybody need an organ? I ain't going nowhere, I ain't using it. Come on, yo. Nah, they came up with this shit. Ain't no prisoners walking around saying, man, I wish I could donate an organ. Wish I could give some bone marrow. Nah, bro. They created the two and two of you do this for this. So we're going to let you out early if you give some bone marrow. I don't know if anybody has been through that procedure. I haven't myself, but I've, I've heard from people that have. That's a very painful surgery. For them to extract bone marrow from your bones? Oh, my God. Even the recovery is painful. That's just a regular person on the street. So how the fuck, you know, you're going to go through all this pain and you're incarcerated in a cell with a, a, a metal bed? Okay. Goes on to say, Gonzalez has added, the Massachusetts has a donation shortage. See, they have a donation shortage of organs that is particularly pronounced among black and Latino residents who are more likely to need a transplant. More than two-thirds of white people in need were able to get a bone marrow match in 2020. But people of color had less than 50% chance of finding a match. See how they use us? So they're going to push this bill on the grounds of, it's so many black and brown people that can't get transplants. We need to help them. Fuck it, let's go to the black and brown people that we already locked up. We got so many candidates. (laughs) It always comes back full circle to our people. We get victimized yet again, another form of oppression, and it's all to benefit us. A bill that guarantees prisoners right to and path to donate if they wish bribe free and provides quality health care for procedure and recovery would be in better faith. See, so, so you always gonna have somebody opposing the argument when this bill shouldn't even be introduced. They saying, well, do it this way. Make sure they got nice health care after they do give the organs. And when, if I took one of your organs and you're still in the hospital, I mean, excuse me, you're still in the prison, what happens when I need another organ?
1: I'm gonna come back and
0: say, all right, I know you donated the kidney. How about your liver? You know, you don't need it. You know, you're gonna be here. I see that they're now looking at these prisoners as another form of currency because they're already making money from housing them, right? Because the, the private prisons get paid for keeping the jails full. But now you got money because you got something walking around. You got a walking gold mine. How much is a heart worth on the black market? Somebody let me know. We'll do the research on that on a previous on a, a future episode. Man, you can't make this shit up, yo. So they're, they're basically <laughs> going to give you a year off for a kidney. God damn. What a time be alive. What a time to be alive. Now, I don't want to, you know, talk you guys heads off, but but I really just want to cover this for a particular reason, because I, I just want to know, does the truth matter anymore? We're in a time where you got four of the biggest lawsuits in the history of this country are taking place and nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention news ain't covering it and everybody's worried about the game everybody's coming to see the game when this can't be life this but this was this was the consensus of rome right everybody come fill up the coliseum come see the game and the reason they created that because the people were dealing with so much poverty and famine and all this other shit and hey come to the coliseum you could bet some money on the gladiators and you could and then society wise we all got stuck into that thinking to where everything's about being entertained we came here to be entertained everything's a movie and you can't adjust the script we're playing alone we're just extras in their big movie and the camera's still rolling camera's still rolling in fact in Canada right now there's 6,000 kids that are gonna be expelled by March for not having up-to-date vaccine records you don't think that's coming here in this country? See, they do everything in stages so you don't see the chess move. They already added it on the schedule for the FDA that they're going to make COVID a yearly vaccine requirement. Still not a law, but a requirement. And what does that mean? You know, when your child goes to school and they say, has your child had all their shots up to date? And they check the shot records where they're going to be looking for the COVID one, too. So if you didn't give your child that your child's going to be expelled from school, it's already happened in Canada. So now. What do you think's by the next school year here? So they're going to buy the by the election season. That's when they're going to hit that to your kids. So now I'm asking you, the parents have the power to stop all these things before it even becomes a situation. What, is that? What, 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 do you mean? what do you mean by that? The school's leaning on you. You're supposed to lean back. That's where the attorney general comes in and all that. As I said, I assisted a sister. She got the principal fired because the principal was pushing a fake ass policy. Policy is not a law. Mandate's not a law. See, if you knew your rights, you would know that. But to know your rights is not to say, I got rights. You got to know how those rights apply to you and be able to articulate yourself. And that's it. You don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to go to law school. Lawyer means liar in Latin, right? Whoever got the best argument is the best lawyer. That don't mean they know shit about law. (laughs) What do lawyers do? They study case law. Oh, that's how the judge ruled in that case? Okay, so that's how I'm going to start my argument. And whoever has the best argument, the the referee, right, the judge is going to side with. But I'm just saying this to say this. They're not, they didn't do all this for nothing, right? We keep thinking, oh, May 11th, right? Mayday, mayday, mayday. Pay attention to that because this is a Masonic ritual, mayday 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 you know mayday when something when, when your fucking plane's about to go down mayday mayday they picked may 11th pay attention to some symbology we are in our seventh year numerology seven is god's number upright man and woman. man the heaven and the earth was created in seven days right how many plants we got seven how many liberal arts seven how many notes on the music scale seven how many days in a week seven how many days in a year seven because the seven days keep repeating 365 right so Upright man and woman. man. We are in the seventh year, right? Two, two, uh, 2023. Add that up, that seven. Seventh year is God's, God's number or the G, the G in masonry, right? So now, God's number. The seventh letter in alphabet is G, right? God. So now, seventh year, we're also dealing with the seventh energy on May 11th. Because May 11th is what? Five plus 11. Five or one one, which is seven. See what's going on? so, On May 11th, they're going to announce the end to the pandemic. And you think that's going to take place? This episode is going to age well. You're going to play this back and say, damn, this brother was on it. But they're going to create an even bigger spike with the pandemic around May. Stay tuned for that. Because all of the stuff they were allowed to get away with, with no backlash. You think they like, ah, man, let's leave him alone now. Now they about to turn it up because there's no backlash. There's no reprimand. So now even the situation with uh, the vaccines and the Tylenol and we're not done. We got one more case. We got one more case to cover because I'm trying to show you the, the connection with all of these pharmaceutical companies. And they were the first ones that were supposed to save our lives right, they ran to the farmers. hey man, create a vaccine to save the world from the world's deadliest virus, and they created it with no know-how, they didn't have no research, no knowledge of this vaccine, excuse me, no knowledge of this virus beforehand, but these three companies, one that's in two of the biggest lawsuits in the history of this country, they was the candidates to create these vaccines, but now let's pay attention, because All of these vaccines are harmful. That's why they had to create the compensation vaccine fund. Because there were so many uh, lawsuits that they had to pay out. Now, the HPV vaccine, the the, uh, DTAB vaccine, all those vaccines that they were giving your children. The child got his shot records, right? They had to give your child shots like he was a fucking dog. Here's the thing. All of those vaccines that they said your child needed, they're all linked to viruses and illnesses and diseases so now ladies if you're not already if you're not already tired of being attacked with the hair care products the perm kits that cause cancer ovarian cancer breast cancer uh and and, uh fibroid cancer etc just to name a few ladies if you're not already pissed off about that and then you went to the same companies to get baby powder to put on your child right to you know keep your child fresh and clean as they told us When you changed your baby Now that led to cancer And then You went back to them For some Tylenol To help with you with your baby And now That caused cancer That caused autism So now ladies The HPV vaccine That they've been pushing To many ladies I know sisters When I was in school They were getting The HPV vaccines So now Let's go To our next case Gardasil injection lawsuit Claims HPV Caused neurological and autonomic dysfunctions. So ladies, there's another class action lawsuit that I want you to be a part of if this affects you. If you ever take an HPV vaccine, the list, yo, this, this shit pissed me off just going over it. The list of illnesses, and I know a few sisters that suffer from this, is directly linked to the HPV vaccine. Man, this shit is crazy. Let's go. A New York woman has filed a Gardasil injection lawsuit indicating she suffered neurological and autonomic system dysfunctions, side effects caused by the HPV vaccine. Emily uh, Caffarella filed a complaint in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of New York on January 19th, last month, claiming the manufacturer Merck and Company Deceived medical professionals, federal regulators, and patients about the safety and effectiveness of the vaccines. Wait a minute. Johnson & Johnson made the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that's causing heart attacks. Right? Johnson & Johnson made Tylenol that's causing autism. They made the baby powder that's causing cancer. Merck. You remember Merck? Merck also has a COVID vaccine. Merck also made the COVID vaccine pill. Remember that? Merck. The company made a COVID vaccine pill that was three pills that you take daily, two COVID pills, and one was an HIV medication. You can't make this shit up. So Merck saw, sold a You Can't Catch COVID or These Pills Cure COVID campaign where they created a, a vaccine in pill form that was three pills and one pill was AIDS medication. <laughs> so this same company that sold that toxic shit that sold you a vaccine that people are taking. They also are the makers of the HPV vaccine that's linked to many cancers and all kinds of disorders. Let's continue. But does the truth even matter anymore? Gardasil was first introduced in 2006. As a vaccine for prevention of HPV infections, which can be sexually transmitted and led to the uh, latter development of cervical cancer. Right. So HPV vaccines that was supposed to prevent that shit actually causes cervical cancer. So any of the ladies listening that might have a a cervical cancer diagnosis before you get that surgery, find out about this lawsuit because you should be compensated other than them just performing a surgery that they're going to bill you for. It's time to stand up, guys. What are we paying attention to? If none of this matters, what does? What celebrities dating who? Right. I get it. Oh, Beyonce tickets. I get it. Right. Beyonce tickets is fucking $600. Who's going to that? But like, that's how they give it up. They know that you, you're going to go see Beyonce. Even with all your injuries and all that kind of shit. Because, hey, you know, just, just cover up the ego. do a nice outfit. But it's a lot of people that are suffering from the complications of these products and many people are not speaking up they're suffering in silence following years of aggressive marketing by the drug maker the vaccine has been commonly administered see aggressively marketing they was pushing this shit in in schools right they had guidance counselors telling the kids you know uh, STD prevention and all that they was encouraging these young girls to get HPV vaccines oh really And they also gave the HPV vaccine to some young boys. Although the HPV vaccine has been promoted as safe, teens and young adults have reported experiencing a a variety of problems caused by Gardasil injections, including postural uh, orthostatic uh, tachycardia syndrome, which is POTS syndrome, premature ovarian failure, premature ovarian failure so it's a lot of sisters that can't have children and they don't know why and it's linked to the HPV vaccine created by Merck and company one of the makers of a vaccine and a COVID vaccine pill what are the chances and you mean to tell me it's nothing wrong with the vaccines these companies just gave y'all are you fucking serious? They even told you to mix and match. Hey, get one shot from Johnson & Johnson, go on and get you one from <laughs> Pfizer, go on get you one from whoever. Right. Carf- uh, Carfarella joins a growing number of individuals now pursuing a Gardasil HPV vaccine lawsuit against Merck, each indicating they were diagnosed with conditions that were never disclosed to parents or to medical community, even though the manufacturer knew or should have known about the risk. See, this is why before something gets FDA approved, you gotta do clinical trials. Now, in the clinical trials for the COVID vaccine, people was having heart attacks, strokes, the same shit that's happening now, that was happening in the trials. How do I know? It's on the CDC website. You can print out the PDF, but they know people not gonna do shit like that. But I do stuff like that to research for my listeners. So now, They already had the data before they sold this HPV vaccine. They created a campaign pushing this to young black and brown teens under the guise of we're trying to help you stay safe from an STD. Oh, really? When if you really peel back the layers, they created that whole concept. Even the Ninoxel 9 was linked to causing HIV, which is ironic. There was a guy by the name of Gary Mullis. Now, Gary Mullis was the maker of the PCR kit, the PCR machine, right? Now I'm gonna cover this on the next build because it's, it's extensive by itself, but he was the maker of the PCR test. And in the eighties, Fauci was the head scientist on the AIDS epidemic. You don't say. And this scientist outed Fauci around the time the pandemic started. And when the pandemic got in full bloom, Gary Mullis mysteriously met his demise. The scientist was killed. The PCR kit, kit was used for COVID testing when the scientist himself said, I never developed that shit to test anything because what it does is it, it magnifies things. So if I find a strand of something in your body, I just blow it up and magnify it a million times and it looks like it's invading your body. So he said that the test was the PCR test was never used to find out who got AIDS and it was never created to find out who got COVID. It was all bullshit And then what happened 2022 They discontinued using the PCR test And then they gave niggas uh, Pregnancy tests Right The the shit y'all was using Was like a pregnancy test Piss on this joint Pregnant or not pregnant That shit said Negative or, or not Niggas was getting double positive Double negatives And then they said Now That you don't need A positive diagnosis To receive Merrick's COVID pill Wait a minute the company that's getting sued for the HPV vaccine said last week, you no longer need a positive COVID test to get a prescription for our COVID pills. You said you bought that bag, huh? You got to have no morals like these companies. You got to run it up like they running it up. You got to be heartless like them in order to be a Fortune 500 company. You, you sure you want that? You want your business to be successful like their business? Oh, really? On the same uh, lawsuit, aboutlawsuits.com. And you just type in uh, Gardasil or HPV vaccine. And it'll give you a list of lawyers, law firms that you can contact and get a free consultation, ladies. This information is free, I'm giving you. Free consultation to see where your case stands. And get your voice heard. Don't let this shit go by and just say, yo, they they screwed me over and what can I do? Because all of these ladies about to come together. As individual fingers making a fist. Right? And they're going to punch the lights out of these corporations. It's time to bankrupt them for what they're doing to our communities on purpose. This ain't no oops we didn't know. That's why y'all do trial and uh, clinical studies before you put a product to market. They knew who they were selling this shit to. And they knew it was going to be no backlash. The complaints indicated uh, indicates uh, Caffarella was 18 when she received her first Gardasil injection in 2018. She then went on to receive a total of three injections of HPV vaccines, right? Because they keep telling you, get your yearly shot. Get your yearly shot. Remember, get your yearly COVID. So it's like this. They give you three or four shots of some deadly shit because they already know the side effects. But you took one shot, you was okay. So when you injured by the third or fourth shot, you keep thinking that you might've contracted something or caught something else and you never connected the dots. Like, well, wait a minute. What if that very first shot was was communicating with the rest of the other shots to basically produce a desired result? And that's how I think a lot of those COVID vaccines were working. That's why they were pushing, oh man, this first shot didn't kill enough people on time. Get a second shot. Matter of fact, get a booster. And then they said, yo, don't mix the vaccines, right? If you get one from Johnson & Johnson, stay consistent. Then the news say, yo, get you one from Johnson & Johnson. Get you one from Pfizer. Get you one from... They started to see that people weren't dying fast enough. I'm telling you, this shit is all about depopulation. Oh, this is brother's conspiracy. Okay, we're going to see moving forward if that statement holds weight. As months progressed, she did, so did uh, the plaintiff's uh, symptoms, right? So what happened to this sister? She developed muscle aches, pains, and fatigue, and irregular spotting, and irregular menstrual cycles. Due to increasing debilitating pain, she was forced to quit her university dance team. As months progressed, so did the the plaintiff's symptoms. She was seen by multiple physicians and specialists, all running it up, for her complaint, which now includes seven UTI infections, one of which led to hospitalizations, a diagnosis of ad, ad, edemo, edemonosis and inter, interstitial uh, cystitis, the lawsuit states. She experienced uh, tachycardia and or- orthostatic hypertension. Look at all of these disorders and all of this shit that they diagnose people with in our communities. Separately, she contracted all that shit from one vaccine. Now, just think of this. You go to the doctor. He gives you a diagnosis of five other things. You end up taking five different medications. So look at all these other drug companies that get to push their product on you that you didn't even need before you got this vaccine. Goes on to say, she experienced... uh, The hypertension She continued to suffer From abdominal periods Chronic fatigue uh, Seronegative Rheumatoid arthritis God damn She got arthritis From a vaccine
1: And has
0: A positive markers For Sojourning Sojourning Sojourning's syndrome The complaint Presents claims Of negligence Failure to warn, Manufacturing defect Breach of warranty And common law fraud so now what the hell is uh Sojour- sojourn I, I, I can't even pronounce this shit what the hell is sojournings syndrome a chronic autoimmune condition characterized by the of the sal- uh, salivary glands causing dryness of the mouth and the eyes god damn she can't even produce saliva from this vaccine now you already know saliva needs The enzymes are produced to help break down the food Before you consume it So I know she got digestive issues going on This this is crazy yo. All of this caused from a vaccine That was supposed to prevent an STD That this sister didn't even contract They was trying to tell you to You know stay safe Get this so you won't catch this And they also said She developed a aden- adeno- Adenomyosis 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 is a medical condition characterized by the growth of cells that proliferate the inside of the uterus. Damn, so she got cysts and all this in her uterus. All of this from an HPV vaccine that was supposed to stop an STD. The sister never even needed this vaccine. Do you see what's going on? All of those vaccines they telling you your child needs, they didn't need those shits either. And we're just looking at all of these diseases and syndromes and 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 they keep giving us but they're the cause of this shit that's why they're the experts to say okay we can prescribe you this right take 50 milligrams of this and that how did you know doc because all they are doing is looking at their case study from their clinical trials of the people they tested the toxic drug on because they already knew the side effects they already knew the symptoms I, 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 sometimes I feel like I'm just talking the talk, you know. And I, I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like, you know, I'm actually helping people, and that we we take this into account and say, you know what, something got to be done about this shit. So, what are the side effects of there was something uh, thrombone by biopinetic proporia? You see, they make shit up that you can't even pronounce because they make it up because they never dealt with it because you were the first person that caught it so then they gotta make a name up for some shit but this stuff causes the purple coloring of the skin as blood has leaked out tiny red blood dots under the skin as a result of very small blood bleeds nose bleeds bleeding in the mouth and around the gums heavy menstrual periods blood in the vomit urine and stool this was side effects that the sister was uh suffering from, from taking this HPV vaccine. Many sisters have crazy, uh, you know, irregular menstrual cycles and they're bleeding excessively and, they, and many of them think it's normal. But they all got these shots. These people are responsible. Let's keep it going. Gardasil side effects caused neuropathic injuries, skin reactions. Another person sued, 42-year-old plaintiff. While most Gardasil vaccine lawsuits have been filed by teens and young adults, a recent filed claim alleges that a 42-year-old woman developed severe skin reactions and neuropathic injuries from Gardasil side effects. The complaint was filed by Michelle Domino in the Supreme Court of New York City, January 13th, claiming that Merck failed to disclose information to users and the medical community about the potential risks associated With the widely marketed vaccine for HPV... Prevention... Of HPV infections... Gardasil was first... Now mind you... They created HPV... They created it... And then... Then terrified people and said... We gotta help you... Protect yourself from it... (laughs) But then the protection... Caused more problems... Than... The protection it actually... (laughs) Man... Gardasil was first introduced in 2016, right? They mentioned that. According to the lawsuit brought by Diamino, she was 42 when the first Gardasil vaccine injection was administered, 2018. Only a few days later, she developed a rash over her right eye, which did not easily resolve. Then after the second injection, she developed more skin reactions, including extreme uh, uh, purpura on her legs to the point she had to seek medical help and also developed unrelated... Malaise and extreme fatigue. Because she was unaware of the side effects were caused by Gardasil, she received a third injection. This one led to severe joint pain and debilitating fatigue. As months progressed, she did, so did the plane of symptoms. She has been seen by multiple physicians and specialists for her complaints, which now include joint pain, neuropathy, foot and ankle pain, back pain, neck pain, hand pain, general body pain extreme fatigue chronic mouth sores pain dry eyes dry mouth chronic eyes edema drooping skin eyes heart rate symptoms gi issues i just named like 20 different issues this lady is suffering from but look at all those prescriptions look at all those doctor visits look at all these people cashing in off of the initial Vaccine. This is why they're allowed to sell this shit because they say, yo, once we give them this vaccine, they're going to be a candidate for your product, too. This shit is disturbing, yo. The lawsuit claims Merck knew or should have known about the health risks and purposely deceived the public about the safety and effectiveness of Gardasil vaccines. Now, I want to close. I want to close with this. I want to close with this. Because these vaccines have caused a host of fucking complications. And we don't know why all of these new diagnoses keep popping up in our community. But then we go back to the people that friendly started to administer shit to our community under the guise of, we're here to help you. We're trying to protect you. We got your back. You know what I'm saying? We got you. So this crazy uh, medication, I want to go over something right And then and then I'll close out. I I don't know which story is more disturbing, right? You know, give your art your organs to (laughs) to get time off in jail or fucking Tylenol leading to autism. I don't know which story is the most like stomach turning. But but are you not entertained? You know, are you not entertained by this? Hope you're not. Here we go. This is a list of syndromes, diseases that people developed from the HPV vaccine. Many of the people in the black and brown community contracted lupus. They tell you they don't know how you got it. It might be hereditary. Well, guess what? If you took an HPV shot and you got lupus, their vaccine caused it. Get your complaint in for this lawsuit. Autoimmune diseases caused by HPV vaccine. POTS syndrome. Premature ovarian failure caused by the HPV vaccine. Premature menopause, ladies. PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, idiopathic thrombrome pop, cytopenic, IP, ITP, which is some crazy shit that they created. So, ladies, if you hear any of these syndromes that you might be suffering from, it's directly linked to the HPV vaccine that you that you administered or that you got administered from your health practitioner. Irregular heartbeats, tech. Tact- Side cardia, lupus Neurologic disorders Brain fog or chronic inability, inability to concentrate That's linked to the HPV vaccine Chronic fatigue, chronic pain Severe headaches, difficulty sleeping Fibromyalgia A lot of women dealing with fibromyalgia issues Directly linked to your HPV vaccine Nerve damage, menstrual disorder Problems, gastrointestinal Issues All of this stuff is linked To the HPV vaccine So I really want our people Just to be more astute In knowing the shit they causing And knowing how you can Stand up against them Because if more people Knew about these Lawsuits More people would be party to the lawsuit Henceforth we could bankrupt These corporations Because they traded their moral integrities For a big ass bag of money Do you want to be like them Yep, salute, salute to the sister uh, Elisa. Yep, that Tylenol link, link to autism. You know, so any anybody that has a child on the autism spectrum, and you you know you took Tylenol, you gave your child Tylenol, this stuff is directly linked to the cause, and you should be compensated. Contact aboutlawsuits.com. It's, it gives you a list of directories for the lawyers that are uh, parties or representatives for these lawsuits. And again. The law firms represent you and you don't have to pay them up front. You know, they get a a portion of the settlement, so they will be fighting for you. But I'm saying get a part of these class actions. There's four of the major class action lawsuits taking place. The biggest cases in history taking place this year in 2023, which is a seven year God's number. Upright man and woman. So that seven represents you standing upright. It's time for us to stand upright on our truth call these people the fuck out because the same candidates that are prime fucking defendants in these lawsuits, these niggas created the COVID vaccines. So what do you think you're going to see in the next few years? A shitload of lawsuits behind that. But, excuse me, do you know that you volunteered because they made you sign a waiver? Even when they told you it's mandatory at your job, I guarantee you they made you sign something. That was a contract that said you're, um... You're holding us at zero liability if anything happens to you, including up to death. Okay, sign here. That's why they gave all of the vaccine companies immunity, because they knew whatever the fuck y'all create, we're just going to convince people to take it. We don't care the side effects. Just create it. They knew that's why they went to the same companies that are used to creating toxic products. They went straight to Johnson & Johnson first. That was the first vaccine out. Wow, they got the biggest lawsuit with the baby powder shit. Now they got the baby powder and the Tylenol lawsuit. And they're one of the biggest producers of the vaccine. I'm telling you, this decade, you're going to see the truth visit so many people at their door. And I don't want to say I told you so. But sometimes the wake up call has to be you. And and you being a casualty, you being a a, a catalyst or you being a person that's going to be a party to this lawsuit. If you get a chance to sue, because... There's over 10,000 people trying to sue from loved ones dying from the COVID vaccine, from, you know, developing side effects, paralysis, Julian Barr's disease, you name it. They got 10,000 cases that are not even being processed to be heard by the federal government. They're already ignoring people right now. So what do you think is going to happen as the years to come? I'm just encouraging everybody to think more and do more, right? This is the Third Eye High Podcast. I am your host, JF Bay. I'm just here to shine my light your way, to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. Peace, love, and more light. If you want to support the podcast, you can do that in many forms. Your donation comes in many forms. First and foremost, you paid attention, right? That's your spiritual currency, so I'm compensated, give thanks. That's a donation, right? You sharing this, this kind of talk. You subscribing to the podcast. All that's form of donation. If you want to send a physical donation, Cash app, dollar sign, far out flow. F A R O U T F L O W. That's my cash app if you want to send a donation. If you need to book a consultation for a religious exemption to get it guaranteed approved, reach out to me. My email, Third I High. Three, the number three, R D I. The letter I, the word high, and the number one. So that's Third I High, number one at gmail.com. This religious exemption works if you want to travel the country. It works if you need a religious exemption at your school. If you need a religious exemption at your university, at your children's school, at your job, anywhere. Anywhere God's accepted, (laughs) your, your religious exemption is accepted, right? And to date, I've helped over 300 people refuse that vaccine, keep their employment, keep their integrity, stand up on God's word, and walk fearless. So until next time, guys, I love you all to life. This is the Third Eye Hot Podcast, where we deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. Peace, love, and more life.